hey, you saw that episode number and that title and you're like, what? (laughs) Yep, we just hit episode 200 and we managed to do it at a really cool time. And no way am I going to spoil it. So let's get on in there. Welcome to Pitney and Amelia's Bitchin' Boutique. We may be awful, but But we're we're right. Oh my god, you guys. Guess what number show this is. (laughs) 200. Number 200. 200. And also Happy New Year. Happy fucking New Year. Yes, Happy 2024. (laughs) Yes, oh my god. Oh my god. It it's is It's going to be, you know, the year when Trump comes into power and everything. Oh my lord. Anyway, but but this isn't about that. No. This is not about Trump at all because 2024 Well, first, let's talk about the fact that it's show 200. Oh my god. I cannot even believe that. I mean, other people get get to these milestones a lot faster than we do. Like people, like if we had done a weekly show, we would have gotten there in half the time, obviously, because we're every other week. Oh yeah, but we can't, I mean, we barely have time to get it together to do every two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's so cute to think back to the beginning when we were like, okay, we'll be every other week for a while until we really get into the groove and then we'll go every week. No. Oh yeah, no. Absolutely no, not. No. This is this is so and I mean we don't even we don't even spend time like doing huge amounts of research, writing scripts. We don't do that. I mean imagine no. how much how we, we might do one a month if we had to do all that. I mean I do sometimes. I'll look stuff up and make notes depending on the topic, but usually no. But we yeah. usually I mean, we don't have that kind of show. I mean I mean people who do like true crime shows and whatever. Oh, yeah. You know, they are but usually it's just, you know, like my incarnate knowledge in my brain, which is sacrosanct and never wrong. That's what I go on. Well, that's, you know, that's, that's the way, you know, that's the way a chit chat show like ours functions. Yes, and as are you, you know. Absolutely. People don't understand about Pitney and Amelia. (laughs) We do not have opinions ever. We state facts. Absolutely. My brain generates only factual material. We state facts. (laughs) We do not have opinions. Oh my god! But yeah, so I mean, and I don't know why this reminded me of this because it has nothing to do with it. But I'm gonna stand up for a minute so you can see. Okay, well, your chair is making so much noise. Oh well, good. You're wearing one of your Christmas presents. Yes. 
Which is a fabulous. Yes, and I'm going to move. Hold on. And then I'm going to get comfortable and then I won't move. Yes. Stop shifting in your chair. So, yes, I am wearing the divine shirt from Female Trouble that Amelia sent me for Christmas. And it's very exciting. It's so fucking glamorous. Don Davenport. I wore it last night while I was doing a blue clay facial mask. Yes. It was glorious. That is so fabulous. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, we um we we just uh put together um a giant Lego set and we actually finished it. But we didn't finish it last night cuz it took probably 6 or 7 hours total to put it together, but it was the um the Disney 100 anniversary uh set that has has a, a mini scene and then the big piece. The big piece is a movie camera on a tripod. And if you and you open up and the, the, the two reels uh spell out one hundred and and the movie camera opens up and there's a little teeny tiny uh Walt Disney's animation office and there's a little chair and a and a drafting table and you can put a little picture of Steamboat Willie in there and sit Walt in his chair or Walt and his pen, his little pen and his Steamboat Willie can stand outside on the other piece, which is a clap, like a film clapper laying on, laying down and it's Walt and a black and white Minnie and a black and white Mickey and Dumbo and Bambi, uh, little mini figures. And behind them is, a a Lego explanation, I guess you could say, a visual representation of the multi-plate filming process where oh, it came with like three Lego, uh, I, I'll just call them animation cells, and each uh-huh. one pops into a frame and they stack. And so when you look through them, you see a three-dimensional image. You have like a, fences oh, and a path so in the cool. front and then oh there's God. a hat over here and then the moon in the sky is back there and i put most of that together and that was um that was very nerve-wracking and i kept i kept like pressing too hard and then popping the whole thing apart and it would fly into uh. a million pieces <laughs> there's over 800 legos in this thing. oh that's so cool it's the you first big kit we ever built that's so cool what I saw at work the other day, and I was like, oh my god, this is so cool. Oh my god, I want it. And then I looked at it, and it is $279. So yeah, fuck no. But it is a Lego thing, and it is old Atari. But it's not just old Atari. It is like... Is it like the console? It's the console. Oh my god. Plus an old TV that looks like the 80s. <gasps> oh god. But see that's and but see that's worth it. That's worth so it. It's so fucking cool, but it's like literally $300 and I'm like, yeah, fuck no. No, those ca- But those totally kinds of not sets. Put that together. Those kinds of sets are I mean, they're not but they're not cheap for a reason because the amount that's one of the things putting this one together. I mean, this one was a hundred bucks. 
yeah. You know? And, um, which was a good price for it. I got a good deal on it. Or I should say, my father got a good deal on it, wink, wink, because he's, he's the one who bought it for my husband. But, um... Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, it's like the... When you're putting all these pieces together, it's like you realize how... That these builds are really complicated. And I used to think... I used to be very anti following directions with Lego. Like the point of Lego was to just stack things. But these Lego sets are not normal Legos at all. There's, there isn't, there isn't a single piece in there that is recognizable as an old Lego brick because they're all very specific sizes and thicknesses and, you know, they're made to not look like Lego from the outside, you know, because there's oh, no Lego bumps sticking out. Doing it, but yeah, but you you, ha- you just have to so follow cool. the directions, and you have to you have to slow down. We actually fucked something up. First, the first um, part of the um, movie camera that we made was this middle set that becomes the top of the tripod that the camera is sitting on. And this was like the base of that. And there was like this little like triangular sort of piece that you put these little things on. And then it was like, okay, now take these other things and put them together. Well, what we didn't do is we forgot that triangular piece existed and we weren't paying attention to the fact that those three other things we built were supposed to click right into that. We skipped step two, fucking step two of the 10 million step book. And we got like more than a quarter of the way through the the total build when it was like, what's this piece right here? And I picked up the book and I'm like, well, I'm not going to stop until I find it. And I flipped back until we found it. And it was like step two. And it was like, that's all the way in the middle of all that other shit we stepped together. And... It was like, are we going to have to take this whole fucking thing apart? And luckily, my husband didn't want to. But then after I came up, he stayed up for two more hours before he quit for the night. And sometime after I went up to bed, because I went up around 1130 because I was trying to be in bed before midnight so that the second the, the cacophony outside stopped, um, I could possibly go to sleep but um sometime during that two hours he he couldn't stand it anymore and he figured out a way to gently pull certain sections apart and pop that piece in because it stabilized the whole thing it was a very important piece and it was like oh i really don't want it to fall apart someday because we just refuse to do it right yeah but oh my god that's so cool so where are you gonna put it we actually, you know how um, I have that um, that Halloween movie projector? The thing that it projects ghosts, but it's like a spooky movie projector thing that, yeah, was, a, that yeah. was a Target Halloween decoration. And then we also have, remember when you walked up, when you walked up the stairs, um, we had like a, a small bookcase right there and it was all like, movie decoration type things. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, one of the things that was up there was like a, it was like a bunch of um, 
film, like old film reels connected together, like a piece of like wall hanging decoration. We have so much of that kind of stuff. And we have put a new big uh, bookcase up there and I'm going to um, attach some, some light color because it's a dark bookcase and everything is black or brown. You know, everything's yeah. very dark. I'm going to put some color on the back of it and possibly put some lights in there. And we're just going to have like a shelf that's all projectors and camera film film projectors oh, and film cameras and film reels okay that's super cool and it's yes. gonna hopefully it's gonna look really cool and of course that's he was like cool. oh maybe we should have glued all these pieces together i'm like i'm not taking it all apart again just to put oh, a little God, bit of glue no. it's like it's fine it's holding together yeah. it's not like it's made of crystal and if you look at it it'll fall apart it's fine oh, it's fucking so legos cool. and i'm so glad i'm so jelly you have room for it because i like that nintendo thing or the atari thing yeah sorry so fucking cool where the fuck would i put that if i put it together well that's that's the thing you know you I have no place to put it but that's the problem is that you if you had that house with a roommate instead of your mother you yeah. could put you could just put it anywhere. But oh, you're yeah. not allowed to put things out where they can be seen by the oh, public. Oh, it would totally be in the living room somewhere. Oh yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah. Anyway. It would yeah. be like right next to the TV. It'd be on the mantle in the yeah. living room. Yeah. Because I, I just, because it's glorious. I was just thinking of that. Yes, yes that's absolutely. perfect. Yeah. Oh my that. god. Anyway. But But it's a really cool thing. But it is a cool thing. I I I'm starting to be like a little too. I I I have to like maintain like a level of it's fine, but I don't need more because I I could come. I could become. I mean, you know me. I could become obsessed with putting Lego shit together. Oh yeah, there's so much cool stuff. Oh yeah, and they're also they're also beautiful, and it's like the the designs are getting more and more cool, and there's so many architectural ones and things that are just like I could get myself into enormous trouble if I, <laughs> you know, but that's not what this episode is about. Here's the thing, y'all. 2024 is a very important year. And if you've been listening to us long enough and paying have been paying attention, you would know that we, that Pitney and I met in 1984. Yeah. 40 God. years ago. Yeah. So here's the thing. You know, like last year we didn't have a year of... Because we were tired and we had just, it had been a lot of work for the previous few years. Yeah, yeah. But this year, it's no question, we know exactly what it is. And it's going to be the easiest thing in the world because it's... The year of us. The the year of us. It's the year of us. And it needs no intro. It needs no nothing. It is the year of us. I mean, yes, the show (laughs) is the show of us. But one thing that we that we did a lot more in the first year, and we know that those first year episodes are hard to access. Like a lot of 
pod players for whatever reason yeah, won't go back are, that far. They are favorites too. So they yeah, a lot of them a lot of them are favorites of ours. Although um back then the show was kind of different, but we'll talk about that later in the year because we have we have plans. Um but basically oh, yeah. um what what the show was originally more of at the at in the very very beginning was us telling stories from over the you know 30 plus years back then because yeah. we've because in May we'll be getting to we will hit our ninth anniversary for the show we've been doing this for about eight and eight and a half years oh my god I can't even believe that I don't really? know how I don't know how you fuck. always forget that I can't even believe that I don't know how you forget it fuck yeah I can't even believe it yeah I mean yeah so we have we have planned that every episode this year will either be entirely about a specific topic about with us telling the best uh, stories we yes. have or a little bit, you know, at the very least there'll be a segment of us telling stories on a certain topic regarding us. And uh but it also is going to be about us. It's all about, yeah. And it's, that is the most important thing. It is about us. It's about us. And if you didn't start listening because early people on. people want to hear about us. Sure. And we actually people have gotten us. feedback. Yes. We have gotten feedback from multiple people saying that the, pe- the people who kind of started early, you know, who started yeah. listening early on and... That although they do still enjoy the show, they do kind of miss when it was more about the old days, as uh, opposed to as opposed to yeah. our lives and right so, yeah. now. And we're bringing that back, and I'm totally on board with that. Yeah, because yeah, a story about me at 54 is very <sighs> different than a story about me at 14. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so... Yeah, and I am excited to embrace the new year with this new revamped Bitchy Boutique. Yeah. I am totally excited about this that. This year is going to be... We're, we're going to spend way more time laughing than even oh, yeah. a regular and we knew show. That. You know what? And I miss that, and I will say, you know, on the record... I will say that I miss that about the old episodes. And it just somehow evolved, but now we're going back. Yeah. Yeah. And we're, um, we're going to kick it off today with, uh, we're going to start with how we met, which of course, pretty much everything we're going to be saying uh, we've told the stories before, but we're gonna we're gonna tell it again, and we're gonna tell it the way we would tell it now. So it won't be exactly the same, but it's the yeah. same. Listen up, true crime fans! I have a podcast that you won't want to miss—a heartfelt show that focuses on lesser-known crimes from around the globe called Our True Crime Podcast. All right, buckle up, I guess. We All right, put ready? our seatbelts on. We gotta go. Every week, hosts Jen and Cam will guide you through a new case backed up by meticulous research and delivered with the utmost respect for victims and survivors. Cases like... 
The Fatal Exorcism of Joan Vollmer. Yes, eyes can turn red and appear to glow from increased adrenaline and blood flow. I did not know that. And the Haynes Family Massacre. I'm almost afraid to hear it. As a parent, I, I, I don't even know. I don't know. You'll not only learn about the cases, you'll feel like you're part of a conversation with witty, lifelong friends. That's what truly makes this our true crime podcast. So whether you're a true crime aficionado, I thought you might say that. I was hoping anyway. Or a casual listener. That's a baseball team, Jen, if you didn't know. Oh, I figured it was some kind of sports ball thing. Sit down and join us for our true crime podcast. Listen on your favorite podcast apps today. It's a Sunday. I'm sitting in a dark, dark room talking to my best buddy about crime. That's right. I wouldn't. Okay. I wouldn't say anyone's last name. There's no okay. reason for that. Um, I was thinking we could refer because there is one very important person that we have to refer to, and um, I think it's okay if we call her Jen. Okay. There's a million okay. Jens out there. Okay. Um, and actually that. Uh, that brings me to something else here. So one of the things that that I've been doing this past week is um, doing a massive clean out of parts of my giant closet over here and all around in my office to try and get things a little more organized. And one thing that I pulled out because I knew that I was so sure that I had a letter from Pitney from early 1984 in this box. And when I say letter, well, you know what? Let me just, uh, I'll I'll, I'll tell, I'll tell the very beginning of the story. Oh my God. Am I going to be embarrassed or no, I I actually, I actually didn't find the letter I was looking for, but I, I thought I did because now I'm holding something up so Pitney can see. Do you, do you see, can you tell what this is? I can, I can, is it just like a folded up binder paper? Yeah. But it's the folded and tucked, the folded and tucked. Oh my God, did I used to do that? I can't even you, remember. You did, you did when, when we had letters being couriered back and forth by Jen. Oh my God. Now I this one. remember that. The the letter that I have in my head was like this, uh-huh. and it was from you. This one that I found, I thought I found it, and I opened it up. This one is actually from Jen. But I pulled it out oh. as an example of this was actually written in junior high. So, okay, the very beginning of the story. First first of all, I, in when I was in junior high, or as some people call it, middle school, I don't know why there's a difference. Um, I was in these little sort of honors level English and social studies classes. Mm-hmm. That's where all the nerdy kids, that's where like all the, the kids who tested well went. And I was in those classes with this girl, Jen. Now, Jen yeah. was actually a year younger than me because she had skipped a grade because she was that dork. Uh, she was that, that kid who skipped a grade in grade school. So she was a year younger than everyone else. And she, her favorite color was beige. And 
She basically wore beige with a little bit of purple pretty much every day. Um, oh God, I don't remember that at all. But yeah, okay. Well, she got a little more. Uh, by the time she met you, she got she got a little more daring in her fashion, I guess. Yeah, and I do remember she used to walk really stupid. I mean, she. I remember she would always wear the Sperry topsiders. Oh no! See, I picture her in like old like um, pumas or kangaroos uh, uh, sneakers. And she would walk really stupid in this really affect, you know, this really affectational, stupid way, where she would walk like a duck or something. It would be like very deliberate on her toes, and it was very, yeah, and I, I remember well, she's, that really specifically. She was a she was a young teen dork of yeah. the level that if anyone tried to picture a young teen dork in 1982, 1983, uh, that's what they would picture. Um, yeah, now, and I just she, remember, yeah, her fairy topsiders walking stupid like a duck. <laughs> was she wearing but beige I will say cords? I loved it because I used to kind of hero worship her until I got to know her. But that's a whole other story. I mean, she she's the kind but of I used she's to the kind like of weirdo. Her walk. Because it was so dorky and so not cool oh. that I wanted to be that. And I did used to emulate her walk. Well, she she was the kind of she was the kind of weirdo who called her parents by their first names. Um, she called her parents by their first names. Her father was like a chemistry professor and her mom was oh. like she worked at the university too. Her dad and my dad actually worked at the same university. But by that time, I think my dad had retired and moved on to a different job, I think. But anyway, um, but she was extremely like long, long, you know, light brown, kind of greasy hair. Um, uh, very, very much the hippie child. Or the yeah. child of hippies, um, whereas I was not, um, and she, but she and I kind of you know clicked in that oh my god we don't have friends kind of way, and eventually I mean she she turned me on to Tom Lehrer like because her parents had all the Tom Lehrer albums oh yeah she yeah, and I were both yeah. very into listening to Doctor Demento she you yeah. know there were all these things that she and I were into we loved all the same music she had mtv at her house i did not have cable yeah. it was just amazing but yeah oh my god i forgot about tom Lehrer. yeah 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 she was I so totally remember that she she and i were yes. so into tom Lehrer. yeah and then yeah. but the one thing that i credit her for more than anything else she introduced me to doctor who in like seventh eighth grade oh wow she was your introduction wow. yeah yeah okay. yeah and because of my introduction to doctor who was just channel flipping and being like on channel 54 and being like what the fuck is this weird science fiction thing i mean so that was my oh but you had an actual person that knew what it was I yes didn't know that. oh yeah and oh, that's she, awesome. Like, the first time I watched it was at her house. 
And what um, episode was it? Do you remember? You know what? It was probably. I mean, I know it was Tom Baker. Uh, it may have been like. Um, it was probably one of the ones during the key to time season, although it wouldn't have been Pirate Planet, unfortunately. But it was, it, you know, it could have been. Uh, yeah, yeah. The androids of Tara or something, you know, it could have been one of those. But I was just. I you know I I I had such a thing for Tom Baker. He was so he was so my type, and <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. So so she turned me on to Doctor Who. So we, but but the more important thing was that we were in junior high together, and then when it was time for ninth grade after eighth grade graduation, we were going to be going to different schools. Yeah. Because we actually lived, like, on the opposite sides of town from each... I mean, Rosenbaum Avenue was way on the other side of town for me. And... But, but you and were yet still so, south side. You were still south San Jose. But, yeah, it was still far. Rose, I See, I didn't consider Rose Rosenbaum was, like... If Rosenbaum was south, it was the north edge of south. I mean, it was... Oh, my God. No, you were totally south San Jose. No, I yeah. was. But she wasn't. <laughs> Well, she was, yeah, she, because she was right by the flea market slash drive-in. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, so that's south to me. To you, because you live by the airport. Yeah, yeah. San Jose is huge. San Jose is one of those huge, sprawling cities. But anyway, um, so when she... Inexplicably, uh, even though she was Jewish, she ended up going to this Catholic high school. And I went to yeah. the little public high school down the street from me. And one day, uh, and one day she said, you have to meet this guy in my French class. But before I go on to that, ah. I just wanted to give you an, I just wanted to, I wanted to introduce the world. So I am unfolding. Oh my god. Sound effects. I don't think I've ever heard this. I'm a, a, a little afraid. This is just I'm not she she didn't even she didn't even date it. But I but I know it's but I know it's um junior high because of she mentions a teacher. But I'm just gonna read this because this is she and I and granted, I mean she wasn't the only person I wrote letters like this to. But this is like the kind of letter Kids these days have no idea because they fucking text each other and whatever. Oh, I know. They have no idea what it is to take a piece of notebook paper and fold it in half long ways and then fold, like, do, like, the diagonal fold. and we need to ban social media and and phones from all these bitches. Because this is pure communication. And she and I used to write, they weren't even letters, they weren't even... Things that were like communicating actual, hey, how are you? I'm fine. It wasn't, but the thing is, we were in the same classes. We were just bored in the other classes. So we were writing letters and then we would pass each other in the hall and we would exchange letters. And then I would read this. All right. Oh, Oh, God. I'm so (coughs) excited. Oh, my God. Dear Amelia. Hi, how's life? I'm Okie Dokie. Ha ha, like just kidding. Boring. We have Ms. Bitch for a sub in Mr. McFadden's class. I mean, Miss Ehrlichner. Oh, 
Oh, God, I remember her. Anyway, Shelly showed me this gross thing. Okay, what is this? And she drew a little picture. Okay. Now are you... Now, are you ready? I A very determined worm crossing a razor blade. So it's uh, like a line, and over here is like the whole worm, and over here it's a worm in sections. It's not, oh, okay. it's not funny. But sick, isn't it? Oh, like barf in my socks. Grossamundo. You uh, should be walking with me towards the office to get our tickets. Boring, so boring. I don't know what she's talking about, tickets. I've got a good idea for our group thing in Mr. Knight's class. That was our social our social studies teacher. And um, pretty much every girl had a crush on him. He was adorable. Oh, okay. He was a great teacher. But anyway, I can't stand... Oh, God. Okay, I can't stand John M. He is so annoying. I would like to feed him to my cat, though my cat will probably die of it. Poor kitty. Oh, hate, hate, hate. Oh, well, back to reality. Flip. My idea is to have short sentences about some other stuff and then about 15 seconds of of West Germany news. We should call our West Germany report World News and say, like, in the World News today, we talk about West Germany growing problems. We could start like this announcer and that was the weather from channel 7 news some more storms for tonight farewell to mash party and strong winds rock the bay area but now the 11 o'clock news brings you our weekly world news the spotlight <laughs> so this is uh... so bad the spotlight this week is on the growing problems of west germany blah 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 and when we come back, we will talk about the big MASH bash. I guess it was the the last episode of MASH, maybe? Oh, God, I don't even know. I'm blank oh for Channel 7 God. News. And then she signed it, got a jam, Yenny fur. Because she oh, and I had a lot my of... God. Oh, my God. It was, it was the times. It, it was, was the, the times. Time. And I got to say, though, because uh, the, the Yenny fur was um there was a lot of nicknames i mean you and i had a lot of nicknames for each other i mean oh, yeah. amelia was just the latest the last ones but yeah. back in those days going back through this big box of letters many of which are from you they're just not that old um, oh yeah i know i'm sure yeah. but i'm but i'm you know i'm getting letters from people who are calling me sf and i had to remember sf stood for squishy fingers uh, and it was all because one day in gym when we were doing tumbling or something and we had to put the mats up someone put their mat on my fingers and i said oh i squished my fingers and then my friends started calling me squishy fingers because uh, life was different in the 80s yeah we found think- the dumbest things so funny <laughs> people don't you know and people don't understand how filthy and disgusting and morally decrepit this modern era is with goddamn text and phones. I mean, and email. Having a box of letters like this is incredible. And that stream of consciousness letter that you just read. Yeah. Was fabulous because that's how life was and should be amongst yeah. friends. 
Nothing is more representative of like 1982 than that letter. <laughs> you know, they text, so yeah. And then that can be interpreted 20 different ways. I'm sure there's been friendships ended by somebody saying, so yeah, on text. Because they don't know how to interpret things. I mean, considering that I had a friendship end because I wish someone a happy new year. Um. <laughs> you know, but I think we should go back. I think we should ban text. We should ban smartphones. We should ban social media. And it should all go back to letters and telephones and VHS. Well, except that almost all of my friends are people that I only have access to them through social media. But whatever. But that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about how you and I met. Oh, okay. So one day... Yes, we are. Yes, we are. So one day, Jen uh, <laughs> informed me that I... This was in ninth grade informed me yeah. roughly mid school year. So probably it probably started over Christmas break. So it was about honestly around this time of year. Yeah. Um, yeah. Informed me that, that there was this guy in her French class that she really wanted us to meet each other. And pretty soon we started, even though we didn't know each other, you and I started writing each other letters that were folded up just like that one that I just read, and oh. Jen would courier courier them back and forth. And oh my god! I, yeah, I don't. I mean, I kind of remember, but not vividly. Yeah. And it was it was for I think at least I think for at least a month she did that, and then eventually she was like, "You guys need to just exchange phone numbers." Yeah. And we did, and I do remember that our first call was like three yeah. hours long. And of course, that's three hours of tying up the house line, which is another thing people oh, yeah. people don't oh, yeah. only people our age remember. Yeah. So, um, would what did she? What did Jen tell you about me? Was it? Well, did she just say, "I want you to write a letter to my friend"? If I remember right, it was just. You were into Doctor Who and Rocky Horror. Yep, that, those two things were pretty much our whole life. Yeah, it was like Doctor well, and Who Hitchhiker's and Rocky Guide Horror too. Yeah. And oh, I see. I didn't remember that. Yes, which I was very into at the time. Yeah, but I remember. Yeah, my memory is the context of it. Oh, yeah, she's really into Rocky Horror and Doctor Who. And yeah. So yeah, and because I had no friends. In that stupid school. Oh, God. The only friend really was her who we're talking about. But even that, as which we may not get into later, but even that turned out to be, you know, she was a two-faced, superficial fucking cunt. Well, there, yeah, there was the additional, um, by the time... Because this, this was all when I was in ninth grade and you were, what, a junior? Yeah. yeah. No, I think I was in, t no, I was, I think I was, 
This was 84. Yeah, I was a junior. Yeah. Yeah, fuck. Yeah. 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 So, um, I, so, when I was in ninth grade, now see, the thing about 1984 is, keep in mind that if, like, if, if this, if she exchanged, started exchanging letters between us in January, the important thing is, I moved. I left California forever in August of 1984. Yeah. Yeah. And right, right before I left California, she also left because her parents, her weird academic parents used to do this thing where they just wouldn't take any kind of vacations or whatever for many years. And like every seven years or so, they would just go live in France for a year. Yeah. And so this would have been the second time in her life that she went to go live in France. And I remember when she came back. Oh my God. She was such a freaky deaky bitch that I could not relate to. And she ended her friendship with me because she said within, within a year of coming back. She, she wrote me a letter, which I still haven't found yet. I'm going to go through all this shit and catalog it and put it in in chronological order and everything. But she ended her friendship with me because according to her, her therapist told her she shouldn't be friends with me anymore. And I'm like, that is some horse shit. (laughs) But she was fortunate that, you know, she did introduce us. And but God, she's a fucked up bitch now, and I have no desire to ever come in contact with her again. It would be so weird. Yeah. Because don't you remember one time, you and me, we were at my little apartment mm-hmm. on Lavaca Street in yep. Austin, and we called her. I remember calling and hearing her her uh answering machine but that's the only thing i remember but the thing is we gotta say this was this was not oh we googled her and found her phone number i don't even know i guess we called information yeah i I think we we would have to because i don't know how else we would have found her phone number but but you know i wish her nothing but the best but also, fuck you, because you turned into, like, a stupid bitch after France. But anyway. Yeah. Now, one other thing that started in ninth grade for me um, was that I discovered that a couple a couple girls that I was friends with, sort of, at school, that they were also into Doctor Who, and that through them I found out that, oh, you guys go to the Doctor Who fan club? Oh, and I was like, oh. and my parents let me go with them, and this other like just this assortment of kids from our school from our school, yeah, one of whom was at your house when for your mother's birthday when I went to visit you last yeah, year, yeah, yeah, to surprise yeah, your yeah. mother, uh, because you're still friends with her, yeah. um, but which was 
that was mind blowing. But anyway, so and like she we... was actually over here last night too. Oh, was anyway. she? Oh, that's, that's okay. Nice. Yeah, she was over here last night for a couple hours. How yes. fun! Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's like she and I and some other people were going in this uh this. This girl, Shelly, her dad had an RV, and we would all pile in the back of the RV to go to, at that time, uh, the library of Milpitas High School. Yes. And, which is, I only went there for two meetings. Yeah. Before the meeting, before the meeting of the Legion of Rassilon changed to the Channel 54 building, which was, Channel yeah. 54 was the public the public broadcast station in San Jose. Yeah, and that was walking distance from my house, like literally two blocks from my house. But amazingly, you had never yeah. gone before. And yeah. so after, I, it may have been either, it was like either my second or third LOR meeting, maybe. We're, LOR meetings were once a month, right? Yeah, they were once a month. So it was probably April? The April meeting? God, I don't remember. Because after you and I... Because this is one of the things that blows my mind. Pitney... You know, it's like when I told Pitney that I had had been going to these meetings and it's like you should come to the Legion of Rassilon meeting. It's at the Channel 54 building. And you, and so I knew I was going to meet you face to face for the first time. And somehow when we saw each other, like I walk in through, there's like an outer door (laughs) and then you're going into like a meeting room. I walk in through the doors and suddenly this guy is standing in front of me with this huge smile on his face nearly hyperventilating because he's so excited to see me. <laughs> and I knew it was Pitney. I knew it. Yes. But how did you clearly saw me walk in and like ran over there. Yeah. So, I remember. I so totally how, remember that really, really well. How I do not remember. How the hell did we know what we looked like. I don't know. But we yeah, had I no just... way of exchanging photos. No. Nothing. Yeah, no. But it was just, yeah, I just knew that it was you. Yeah. We somehow, like, are... I just knew. I mean, knew. we've always... Yeah. yeah. We realized pretty quickly that we kind of share a brain. And I think there's just, like, it was just a matter of time before we found each other. Yeah, yeah, I know. I totally and I. In fact, I can picture the building. I can picture the those double glass doors. Yep, and the you know, I I totally picture it. Oh God, those were good times. You know, Legion of Rassilon still meets. I know. I've looked it up. Uh, They still meet in um, the. Dining room of is is it a Denny's now or is it Howard Johnson's? Would it, I, think I don't know. Denny's. I saw I saw someone had posted video from a meeting, from like a crisp like a holiday gathering or something from like one of their meetings was, and it was definitely in a like a banquet room in a restaurant. And there weren't that many people there, but it was thrilling yeah, and to see people, that level of dork. 
that I still know that are involved. In fact, I know the president of it now. I used to oh be friends god. with. Oh my god! His name I'm not gonna say. No, there's not so for many any reason, oh. just because. But I would love to see him again. But the reason why I have not gone to the meetings is because Sarah has told me. Because that's where we met her, too. That's yeah. where we met her. Sarah has told me that these these meetings now are basically you just go and you eat and you watch videos and you leave. So it's oh not God. like the social thing like we used to know. I mean, it was it was mind blowing to me, especially as a fourteen year old, that and of course that was another thing that was that we discussed many years later um, when you moved to Texas and we started going to a Star Trek group that felt very LOR and what we, oh yes yes I remember and that it wasn't until that group that made me realize oh my god all those people there were. There was like a, a group of us that were about the same age, but most of the people there were not teenagers. Oh, they no. were adults. They were adults oh, yeah. who were cons- considerably older than us, but they didn't seem to be different ages than us because, no, because we just we had were so into much in the common. Same shit. Yeah. Yeah, and I didn't realize yeah. how how all these people like Sarah we're, you know, I'm not saying she's old, but we're old and she's way older than us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just, I'll just yeah. say that. But holy shit, you know, and when we would, I remember when we go to those meetings, I mean, we're talking like somebody in LOR had a friend in the UK who would videotape Doctor Who and yes. mail VHS tapes. So we yeah, got to so see we things. Get these like horrible quality like film from the TV VHS copies of Doctor Who stuff way before it would come out in right. the United States. Yeah. Like we like I remember finding yeah. out yeah. when Peter Davison became Colin Baker. Like I found that out in an LOR yeah. meeting and we got to see the fir- we got to see that those episodes of when Peter turned to Colin, and I just remembered being like repulsed by Perry Brown, who was yeah. the the brand new companion at the time because she was literally introduced by a long pan up her body while she was in a bikini, which is not what that fucking show is about. Yeah, but the eighties were weird in that way. In that phase and of the I show. And I remember I hated Perry because she reminded me of my cousin Candace. Oh, she was just, <laughs> she was supposed to be the, the American companion. There were so many things about oh, her yeah. that were like, oh, fuck she her. Was, she was so Candace. No yes. one's watching the show. Well, they, they always used to say like, you know, oh, well, the, you know, the, the female companion on the show was always there, you know, for the dads. That's how they always put a little something for the dads. Oh, yeah. But it was like, she, that, she was a bit much. It's like, excuse me, if, if the dads were there for Sarah Jane Smith, I that's a whole different thing than the dads being there for Little Miss Bikini. And I'm sure yeah, but, she, I'm sure yeah. the actress is a lovely person, but not so oh, much. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. But, but, but yeah, I mean, but say, imagine... Though, looking back, 
America, America did not know any of this shit. We were we were a tiny minority yeah. in this country. You know, but looking back on those meetings, I wish again old fart. I wish goddamn the internet and all this online fucking horseshit didn't exist anymore. Because looking back on those meetings, that's how we got together with like-minded people. Was to go to meetings. And to go to the bookstore when we'd have the book signings for Douglas Adams or whatever. And you would actually meet people in person. Yeah. For things you had stuff in common with. And you would go to conventions. Well, and yeah. And you would have experience. I mean, it's just so... I, I don't know. I, I mean, you, you lived somewhere where you could do that, though. But you lived somewhere where all kinds of fandom was were so active yeah. that yeah, there were things to go to. very fortunate that there was fandom. Yes. When I moved away, I moved to a place where there was kind of a Doctor Who club, kind of, and I went to one meeting and it was weird and... It and uh, that me- that meeting was when uh when the show was going on hiatus. I specifically remember that because I have a news oh, I have a okay. newsletter, I have a newsletter from that club, but um, yeah the uh, it was yeah it's like there yeah. there weren't cons to go to there were there wasn't anything and there wasn't there there weren't like the kinds of bookstores. Where there would be a bulletin board where you could find out about shit. There wasn't that shit. And, I mean, even when I would go to Austin for things, because I didn't even live in Austin. I lived in a very, very small town outside of Austin. I wasn't near anything. And there was no way to find out information about things. So, I personally think the internet is awesome. But... I mean, Xena fandom. There was no per in person Xena fandom. Internet fandom, but I'm an old coot, and that will never come back, and that's okay. You know. I mean, there are still conventions; they're just not the same. Oh, they suck. They're not the same. They are not the same, and we can't even get into that. Yeah, that they're not the same. I will say though, uh, when I was going through stuff. Not to make a huge tangent on this, and I won't say, I'll say the, I'll say the name, but I'll bleep it. Okay. I apparently, I have no memory of this, but I apparently sent a lot of letters back and forth to Kevin. Oh. And, I mean, oh. Sorry I haven't written. School has been intense. I saw Golden Bow. You remember the group that opened for TimeCon 84 costume contest last Sunday with Shelly and Tristan. <laughs> uh, oh my god. And I and it's so funny. I totally remember that. And I know who he's talking about. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I mean. And he's asking me if I, if I had any photos of him in his kilt 
from TimeCon. Now, let's, let's talk about TimeCon a little bit, even though we'll talk way more about cons later, but TimeCon was very important because uh, yeah. it was like the last, the, the first convention I ever went to, it was all about being obsessed with Doctor Who. And it also was and like one was of the, the last things. it was the first and last con we ever went to together for years. Yeah, because I, yeah. I got to go to a con and then I yeah. left the state. Like, literally, it was the first weekend of August, and the last weekend of August was when I moved to Texas. That con, fucking magic. Yeah, nothing's ever been. For so many reasons, and what my most vivid memory of that con was meeting Leslie Fish for the first time. <laughs> because I tormented the poor women that were off were at the off centaur booth which was you know off <laughs> yeah was, you know um the publishing company they did all the film tapes and i was like i read leslie fish is gonna be here i wanted is leslie fish here and then i come back is, is she here yet is leslie fish here is she here yet and I drove them fucking nuts. And finally, I was like, is she here? Is Leslie Fish here? Is she here? And this woman came up to me, and she was like, who's here? And I was like, <laughs> oh, my God, Leslie Fish. Oh, my God, Leslie Fish. And she literally, this sounds like something from TV, but it's real. She literally threw, because you have that long black hair. Mm -hmm threw her hair back and I saw her badge and it was fucking Leslie Fish. Oh my god. And I had just been saying, oh my god, Leslie Fish is here and I'm just gonna pass out. <laughs> and it was fucking her. Oh my god. Now, I here, yeah. here's, speaking of TimeCon, yeah. this was something that was in the, that box. This is just an envelope that was addressed to me with a sticker that I that I wrote my name and address on, the uh, the return address is TimeCon eighty four on Jefferson Street in Santa Clara. Okay. This envelope was how I received my autograph picture of John Pertwee. Oh, how fabulous! And like that little picture was in this envelope, and I have never gotten rid of this envelope. I mean, for so all I fabulous. know, he may have touched this envelope. You so never know. there was no way. That's fabulous. Because John, per so so TimeCon '84 was the first TimeCon. Oh. It had, oh. it was mostly well. The big guests were all Doctor Who. It was yeah. John Pertwee, Nicholas Courtney, Jerry Davis. Um, was yeah. there any? Was there any other Doctor Who people? Oh, John Nathan Turner. Wasn't he there? Oh, Na he, yeah, Nathan, Nathan was, was there. there. Nathan was Nathan there. Nathan was there. Yeah, Durr. Yeah, um, Nathan was there. Yeah, because I remember them being out on that. Remember the patio. Yeah, the old convention center and was very all, mission yeah, style. Like, it had oh a big my courtyard. God, yeah, Nathan was there. Yeah. And I remember I had Nathan autograph the autograph of his autograph. Yeah. Because <laughs> I admit him so many times I had like. But at that time, yeah, that was pretty. That but that was pretty early, though. 
Because you, I mean, later that same year in November, that was when you went to TARDIS 21. Yeah, but I think at that point he had autographed his autograph. Yeah. And TARDIS 21 was when he tried, was when he tried to seduce you. Oh, yes. But that's, and we are not telling any stories that the, that the world of Doctor Who fandom back then doesn't know about because it was, it, it definitely came out in a big way that, oh yeah, he was always hitting on the youngsters. But was it aggressive? No. Was it abusive? No. He was was just trying to get some. Yeah, it was not from a, from a teenager. It was not so. Yeah, no, it was fine. It was. It was like, oh my god, do you really think you're gonna get somewhere with me? Yeah, <laughs> it was like, and was I traumatized no. about it? No, no, I was not. No. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. I thought it was fabulous, actually. I mean, it's hilarious now. I remember ugh. going back to the room with Trisha and Verity. Yeah. And being like, oh my god, guess what just happened? <laughs> but see, back in those days, you could, you would just, you know, was was that the same con that you, that you smoked pot with John Levine, with Sergeant Benton? Oh was no, it? that was late. No, that was at the Red line. That was the time con That was a, that was a later line. time con? Oh man. Oh god. But yeah, TimeCon 84 was crazy and like I I think I I think I met Trisha there. I definitely met um Shaka. I know we named her something else, but I can't remember what. I don't think I met Verity yet. I don't I don't know if I did. Verity was around, but I don't she, even know if I knew Verity then. No, because you met you met Verity at your at your first convention, which was before that. Okay. When she, when think, you, I don't think I, I wasn't close with her then, then. No, but you, but you knew her. But like okay. you, you hadn't become like, you know, tight with, because because it wasn't until after I left that suddenly like you became like really tight with all the LOR people. Yeah. And and I I had only been around them like once a month for a handful of months, and then I yeah. was gone. But I knew everyone you were talking about. I knew who they all were, but they just weren't yeah. people that I knew very well. Except for the ones that went to my school, which, like, the one who was at your house last night was one of them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which is still so weird to me. Nineteen eighty four. God damn. So yeah, nineteen eighty four was a a very significant year. That was a good year. Yeah. And it was forty years ago. Fuck. You yeah. you know Amazing. in all in all of our um online things, uh this this month I'm going around because they're all you know thirty plus years of stories and whatever. I'm going around. I'm changing them all to forty. Yeah. Because oh my god, girl world. Well, okay. Yeah, I can deal with it. Not quite, but I can. I mean, you know, every it's like it's not that we don't know how old we are, but to think that it's been forty years is kind of yeah crazy. For, but like 40 years ago like this month was when Jen was like 
you got to meet this guy in my French class. That's yeah. crazy. That's fucking crazy. You know, and I, you know, I hope she's happy and successful and doing fabulous. But God damn it, I don't ever want, I don't ever want to see that bitch again. No. I, I hope she, I hope she's still, you know, playing her viola and, uh, wearing her weird fedoras and, uh, yeah, so like, and riding boots. Be Jen, but fuck you. <laughs> yeah, she, she kind of, uh, she kicked off a great thing, but she, she ended it badly with both of us, you know. And she was really good at oral sex, apparently. Remember? Apparently, yes. Apparently, <laughs> apparently, she just went to town. She was a master philatrix. Yes. <laughs> and that's a weird. That's a weird thing to run into another friend later and find out you know it's like why and you do you have to hear about that yeah yeah why, like, why why am i hearing why oh are we hearing God, about this really? from okay. some other from some guy why are we hearing about this it's like well <laughs> i just i know i only dated her for a little while but i just really really want to see her again because she was a master philatrix a master philatrix <laughs> You know, Master Philatrix <laughs> is a hell of a name. God damn it. The next the next time so I, I get a dog, the next time I get a dog, I might have to name it Master Philatrix. No, actually that would Master be bad because people because people will be like, Why do you call your dog that? Is it does it involve peanut butter? No. No. I'm not like that. Okay, so when we're done, you just go downstairs and you go to Thelia now. And you just look at him and you say, Master Philatrix. And just and see what he says. See what he says. <laughs> He'll know it has something to do with you. I know. Oh, yeah, He'll he totally know. <laughs> yes, he totally will. Yes. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm laughing so hard I can barely breathe. Oh my god. <laughs> I have not laughed this hard in a long time. This is fabulous. Uh, and I and just for fun, just because it's sitting here, can, can you see can you see this picture? Let me see if I yeah, is it Tim Curry on the oh, toilet? No. Oh, <laughs> Uh, no, it no, it like is Tim not. Tim Curry cleaning the toilet. No, it's this is a Christmas card from you, from back in the eighties. There is oh a toilet. My God. It's a fabulous. It's one of those like black and white pictures that's been colored by hand. Oh, okay. It's a yeah, Christmas yeah, yeah, yeah. scene of a woman with her, you know, holly wallpaper and her pink Christmas tree toilet paper. And she's got a candy cane toilet brush. And she's wearing giant Christmas balls. This is a Christmas card from you. Oh my god. When you were holding it, it literally it looked like Tim Curry cleaning the toilet. It's just the hair and the eye the eye makeup. Yeah. But of course the inside says Merry Christmas to the life of the potty. 
Uh, oh my goodness. Oh, you know what? Okay, you know what? I'm going to read this one paragraph from you. Uh, just because. Uh. I finally did my Marcus costume for Halloween this year. As soon as Trisha gets the pictures done, I'll send you one. I never saw this costume. Uh. It's fabulously hideous, that outfit. Green pumps. I painted a beige pair with a with an ink pen. Green tights, which is un- not unlike the, the black pair that you spray painted safety orange. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so uh, green pumps, green tights, orange stockings, garter belt, green and black wig, and mini dress, green of course, metallic palm olive green, you would have died. Oh my god. <laughs> I've never seen that Marcus out. Oh, oh my god, god, I was so fabulous. I think I have pictures of what I'm talking about, I think. Oh my god. Yeah. I mean, it's not like I haven't seen you in a garter belt before. Because, yeah. I mean, if I had a dollar for every time I've seen you in a garter belt... All I remember, <laughs> I remember in high school, I had started the Garter Belt fan club in high school. <laughs> There's so many organizations that you and I started in our minds. The Garter Belt. I literally had the Garter Belt fan club and it was me and Terry Porter. Was Larissa and Richard Hard. Oh, God. And maybe one other friend, no, Larissa was not. But yeah, it was like me and that. We, we, we had the, the Garter Belt fan club. Oh, my God. And they were all Rocky people, I'm guessing. Yeah, and I remember. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Falconer, Mrs. Falconer, God bless her. She's dead now, but God, she was fabulous and she loved me. And. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> Walking into the library, and she was sitting, you know, her little desk in the library. Yeah. <laughs> oh, was she the librarian? Yeah. I know you <laughs> love the librarian. Oh, my God, I remember that. <laughs> I don't even know if I can even tell you. <laughs> Okay. Well, that's a good story. I went in there. <laughs> and I put my hand on him in front of me to say, Mrs. Falconer, I am so tired today. I don't want to go garter belt shopping. <laughs> oh, God. And I remember she just laughed and she <laughs> looked at me and she said, Oh, Pitney, you're so silly. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. 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 I totally remember that. Garter <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> belts, garter belts. Raw, raw, raw. Yes. You know, and God bless her. You know, she's dead now. But I remember in my yearbook, my senior year of high school, I remember she wrote me this really sweet little thing. And she's like, I have grown so much 
being friends with you over the years and watching you, you know. Blossom. <laughs> and wa- watching you struggle to become, you know, to find yourself and, you know. Wow. Because she totally knew what was going on. Yeah. And she was and a librarian I just, I'd in I'd never forgotten school. that. That was a really sweet thing, yeah. And she was like a librarian in a school where the administration would join in with the beating of the gay kids. So, oh yeah, you know, and her and <laughs> she was different in her school. The fabulous Jamila Falconer, who I'm just talking about now, and the fabulous Laura Manukian, the librarians. They they literally they would bring me. They were like, well, we're getting rid of this, but we thought you would want it. They would bring me old makeup. So they give me oh eyeshadows, blushes. Oh, my God. Know, because I would always talk about, because I would go and I'd say, Mrs. Manukian, look at the look at these eyebrows. Don't you think that I totally remember this. <laughs> I was like, don't you think these are the perfect eyelids for eyeshadow, huh? That was before you realized that the perfect thing for your eyelids was lipstick. Yeah. That was before you realized like, that. Oh, yeah, Pitney. This is, yeah, that's perfect. You have the perfect, yeah. They, <laughs> they loved me and they would bring me makeup and stuff. That's adorable. Yeah. And this is like in the 80s. This yeah. This was not a tolerant time, but they fucking loved me. And then... Oh, I remember I love it. coming to visit them a couple years after I graduated, after I'd come out. Right. You know, and I was like, oh, well, I, you know, I'm totally kind of out as gay. And they were just like, really? <laughs> In other news. <laughs> I remember Manukian was like, oh, yeah, I know. And that's just great. And I remember Falconer was like, Oh, is that you? So you finally decided. <laughs> oh, oh, you you finally caught up with the rest of us. Okay, good. Now the coming out story will be told in much more detail later in the yes. year. Yeah. So should we? Should we kind of? In fact, that makes me think. Should we kind of give people an idea of other things? I'll. I can bring up the file. So, like for example, um. The the next episode, later this month, will be all about, we're going to talk more about cons, and we're going to talk about the kind of absolute fucking freaks that we remember, that we can never forget, that are burned in our oh memories. Oh my god. From yeah. all the oh years god. of going to cons. And many I... of these stories we've told before, but we're going to tell them again because they're funny. I hope I can do it because I may not be able to stop laughing. I know, I know. I it's going to be it. so much fun. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna talk yeah. about um, things like like Pitney brought up uh, fil- filk singing and stuff. We're gonna talk about filk books and zines and fanfic oh. and our one time when we tried to uh, do a, a, a parody satirical zine. Oh my which god. That's a whole yes. that's a whole exciting thing. We're gonna talk yes. about parties that we've thrown. We're gonna talk about oh. we're gonna go we're gonna give yeah. you guys 
I mean, brace yourselves. You want a whole episode that's all about Verity Noslin? You want a whole episode that's all about the worst person in the world? I mean, we're going to tell you, you guys. Come and don't forget your deodorant. Oh, no. No, no, no. I mean, shit, we're, we're even going to, um, we're even going to go back and listen to one of our first episodes and we're going to redo it. We're just going to tell all oh, those yeah. stories again Oh my because God. that episode was so yes. funny, but it's so hard to listen to because God, we really didn't know what we were doing back then. And we, the sound quality, yeah, I mean, it's, it's pretty good that. considering we knew nothing and we had shitty equipment, but we were still pretty good. But anyway, yes. So. This is a whole year of the best goddamn stories we have. It's gonna be fabulous. Thanks for listening. If you enjoy our show, please take a moment to rate and review us wherever you listen. If you send us a screenshot of your review, we'll send you a Bitchin' Boutique sticker. Everyone, Everyone loves stickers! Please subscribe or add us to your favorites wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribers get new episodes first and are also more attractive. Drop us a line anytime at pitneyandamelia at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Don't forget your deodorant. Verity, don't forget your deodorant. (laughs) Verity, don't forget... Your deodorant. (laughs) I was, I was trying to remember. How does the tune to red, the that red dwarf song go? Oh, because remember um, the you're not a fan. Oh, that was about that was about. Shut up, man. Oh, How shut dare you even call yourself an SF fan? fan. You're, You're no, no fan. fan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, this year is going to be ridiculous. Yeah. Ah, and we'll Don't f- forget your deodorant. SF fan. You're no fan.